This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's it, $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only. And I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com. And if you want to join, all you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium. Premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written, published article, Who Was at the Helm, from 1965. It's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage Show from 324.94, the earliest show in the archive, 324.94. My interview with Donald Trump from 110.2011. 110.2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump. Much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar and you get a better buzz. <laughs> with the Savage Premium. So go to go to glow.fm slash Savage Premium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. 
Border, we have a winning podcast for you today. I'm sharing a live stream that I did on YouTube this week about the Democrat Party called the Sexocrats. You heard me right. It's not the Democrat Party. It's the Sexocrats. Can you believe that after a group of Christian school children were assassinated, executed by a trans maniac, Biden issued an official proclamation declaring that transgender Americans, quote, shape our nation's soul, and that this lunatic established a holiday relating to this mad group in the wake of killing these Christian school children? Can you believe that White House Press Secretary, that dummy, Karine Jean-Pierre, said that the trans community, whatever that is, is under attack just days after a transgender lunatic opened fire in a school and killed three school children and three others in a Christian school? Can you believe that this crazed White House defends the trans shooter and says nothing about the hero cops who put that trans shooter to sleep for life? My friends, we're living in a nation run by the sexocrats, no longer the Democrats. They are run by and obsessed with perversity and sexuality. I talk about much more on this podcast as I knit together a pastiche of thought on art, culture, history, well, you name it, surrealism, everything you can imagine. So make sure you listen and subscribe to my YouTube channel and sign up for notifications to make sure you get an alert when I go live. I'm Michael Savage. I know you're going to love this podcast. Thank you for listening. Home of Borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation. If you can hear me, I'm ready to go. I mean, I woke up, I had like about 10 different ideas running through my mind. And I said, well, what? here's the thing. Here's the thing. I become refascinated. As you know, I'm an art collector. Nothing rare, but but really excellent. They're not particularly valuable to the world that we live in today. They're worth less than what I paid for them 10 years ago because people don't collect art anymore. They collect rubbish, digital art, um, Hunter Biden art. That's their idea. They don't even know what art is. They don't know what it is. No one has that. If I showed you a classic statue, nobody would buy it. Nobody wants anything to do with quality. So, I said, well, what's the point of doing a YouTube show today? It's early in the morning. It's 8.30, for God's sakes. I'm planning on going to the museum today for the first time in years. I stopped going. I stopped going to art museums, not only during COVID, but because they started to pollute the art museums with, with political garbage. The San Francisco museums, when I first moved here, had beautiful museums. I used to go to the young, then I would go to the Palace of the Legion of Honor, and I would feel I was steeping myself in a glorious past. And then all of a sudden, degenerates took over the museums and started to put things in that had nothing to do with the museum quality. Museum quality. It was garbage, filth, degeneracy. I mean, they once had a collection of a woman's shoes. A rich woman died in San Francisco, and they had a whole exhibit of her shoes, I swear to God. She, what, she just paid off the, the, the museum people to put her shoes, her shoe collection in a museum? That was the beginning. And then, of course, it started in with everything to do with gay, then everything to do with the glory of being African-American, then the glory of being a downtrodden minority, then to do with anti-Americanism. That's what took over the museum. So I said, F them. Who needs it? I'll just, you know, go online for what I want.
So recently, my friends, well, good morning. I'm drinking from my old cup. As you can see, liberalism is a mental disorder. No, they're not available. I don't sell anything anymore. I'm liberated from selling you anything. The only thing I need you to do is to support the podcast, Michael Savage podcast, because I have people who work on it. They have to get paid. Now, although I could pay them out of pocket and do it for free, every business has to have a parameter of profitability or it's not a business. It may as well be in Cuba or the Soviet Union. See, I'm a capitalist and I believe in capitalism. And the day capitalism truly dies in America, we'll be living in total and absolute despair, all of us. There'll be one potato in the store. Now, let me see my background. Does it look good? There's a little art in the background. What is this black object here to my right that it's picking up here? What is this? Now, you could see we got some of the Indonesian statues. We got the French clocks. We have Napoleon. We have the Bonestell paintings in the background. So we're living in an America that's run by the sexocrats. I've changed the Democrat Party to the sexocrat party. They're obsessed. They're obsessed with one thing only. So... Uh, what they're obsessed with is, is perverted sexuality. Not even sexuality, but perverted sexuality. Take an example. Not a few weeks ago, a trans maniac on drugs. It was a girl who thought she was a boy who was on testosterone, no doubt. They won't release the drugs that they put these psychopaths on because the medical establishment is as sick as they are. Never forget the same pharmaceutical establishment that shot you up with the vax is uh, shooting up the children with drugs. So you got the girl who thinks she's a boy. They put her on testosterone mixed with antidepressive drugs, mixed with probably Adderall and some other thing. So you have a cocktail that destroys their minds and she goes in and she shoots children. And then there's a riot in Tennessee over gun control, not over trans control. And then to top it off, the senile hologram in the White House, just back from his visit to corned beef and cabbage land, we embrace Sinn Féin, which, which is, you know, that's an astonishing political fact. Why would the president of the United States embrace Sinn Féin? Now, I have nothing against Sinn Féin. I understand where they're coming from and the whole Northern Ireland tragedy. But what about the hologram? Why did the hologram in a basement called Joseph Biden, why did he embrace Sinn Féin in, in Ireland? What was he saying? What is this relationship between him and Ireland? What was he do really doing there? Don't tell me it was a vacation because I don't believe it. So he went from being a hologram in a basement to a hologram in Ireland in order to get him off the center stage because he's such a disaster for the Demon Cat Party that they have to hide him. So I wake up this morning and I'm thinking about all these things. I said, you know, as Henry Miller wrote in a book many years ago, he was one of my favorite authors. You may not even remember him anymore. Tropic of Cancer, Tropic of Capricorn. But Henry Miller's book I liked the most was Black Spring. Anyone out there know who Henry Miller is? Raise your hand. Say, oh yeah, I read Henry Miller years ago. No, no one knows who Henry Miller is anymore. It's a funny thing. And no one knows anything anymore. 
Does anyone know who Henry Miller is who's listening to me? No, no one knows Henry Miller. Once one of the greatest authors in America, no one knows him any. Nothing's remembered anymore. Nothing. Do you understand that everything evaporates almost the minute it's seen? So I've written 28 books. I published 28. I've had 28 books published. I didn't publish them. I've had 28 books published. I have books on um, Kindle that are very poorly uh, uh, attended to, but I published them because I didn't want them thrown into a, a, a fire when I'm dead. Henry and June, the movie, horrible movie, just such a hoy dance, real dreck. It was so badly done. So Henry Rimmel wrote Black Spring, as I was uh, beginning to say before. And I was going through a dark phase in my life, one of my many dark phases. I have, uh, I'm going to cry on your shoulder now. I have, I have dealt with depression my whole life since childhood because of childhood tragedies. But I never cried about it. I turned it into a career. I turned it into a life. I turned it into creativity. I never took drugs. It's that simple. What you do is you take that you ever seen a, a, an oyster that produces a pearl how does an oyster produce a pearl they put a hot probe into the oyster and they scar the oyster and the oyster produces a pearl around that scar that's us that's us that's us michael savage a host like no other this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real pos you need shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory shopify pos has everything you need to sell in person go to shopify.com system all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. But in America, we're not supposed to imagine that we even have any negative thoughts. So they drug you and turn you into a zombie or a murderer. Or then you start thinking that your sexuality is not what it is. And then they give you other drugs and turn you into a psychopathic murderer. So you say this is anti-gay bashing. Well, you're sick if you think that. You're mentally ill. I have a podcast out today called um, Gays Against Groomers with, I think it's, yeah, Jamie Mitchell. She's just a great gay woman. And she is opposed to groomers. She's just gay, that's all. But she's not a groomer. You got to watch that one. You got to watch that one, Gays Against Groomers. It's a really great podcast. She's an incredibly smart, brave woman. And she's being attacked by the, the trans fascists who are now the most dangerous group in America. Embraced, of course, by the hologram in the White House. After children are shot, the so-called president of the so-called United States of the so-called America embraces not the mothers and the fathers of the dead children, but the trans community who killed them? Wow. So anyway, of course there's many gays who are not groomers. Most aren't. 
But we have a very tiny minority who are, who are now running the entire gay movement. And Jamie Mitchell, you know, I'm so sick of the sexual topic, but we have a party called sexocrats. I've named them the sexocrats. That's all they're obsessed with. We burned up $200 billion on a Ukraine-Russia war, which threatens to annihilate the entire human race. And the world, and the band, the, the band plays on. It's like our ship is like this. We're up here, and the moron who's supposed to be running the country and riding the ship is driving it down into the, into the depths. So I wanted to talk about the sexocrat party, which I did, but there's so much more that was going on in my fertile mind. I wanted to talk also about surrealism. So I've stopped watching most movies because I don't want to watch any African-American propaganda, gay propaganda, lesbian propaganda, anti-American propaganda. Every movie is so worthless, I don't watch them anymore. I have to go watch Spanish or Italian or Argentinian films from the 1990s on Netflix to find anything that doesn't have a little bit of the tiny bit of brainwashing that was injected into Netflix movies ever since uh, the Obamas were invited on the board of directors. It's become dreck. It's, it's unwatchable. I wince the minute they, they inject the, the political correctness in it. I just turn it off. So I watch a lot of TCM, but I've seen so many of it who wants to watch it anymore. How many times can I watch Broderick Crawford or Sterling Hayden? So I started to watch a film that I've watched years ago that I loved called Belle de Jour. Raise your hand if you know Catherine Deneuve and Belle de Jour. No, never heard of it. Belle de Jour is a play on words and there's a French phrase, Belle de Nuit, which is a phrase for prostitute, beauty of the night. So in this film, Bunuel, one of the great surrealist film directors, you've got to watch Bunuel's movie. So I didn't even, I, truthfully, as much as I love the movie, Belle de Jour with Catherine Deneuve, it's about a bored housewife who's married to a really good looking doctor, they're wealthy. She's frigid. She doesn't want to sleep with him anymore. They're married for a year. She's just a frigid woman. So through a long series of events, she becomes a prostitute by day between the hours of two and five. And it's a play on the characters that come in and out and what it does to her life. And she um, eventually becomes able to have sex with her husband again as a result of her becoming a prostitute. It's only, only Bunuel could have pulled this off. It was done in 1968, but the costumes, if you love clothing and if you love set design, which I do, when there were still costumes and set design, the costumes were done by Yves Saint Laurent when he was young, YSL. You got it? It's incredibly beautiful, the movie. She's one of the most stunningly beautiful actresses to have ever been on the, on the screen. Belle de Jour, you got to catch her. So I'm watching this. And then I, I, I go online, I say, my God, Bunuel did this one? I mean, I know he did Andalusian Dog. He did so many great movies, Bunuel. And he was a surrealist, the point is. See, this movie is surrealism in a way, Belle de Jour, because of course it's not real. Surrealism. And I start thinking about surrealism. And I think about when did surrealism appear on the, the world scene? It was in the 1920s. A hundred years ago. 
So I'm thinking, well, why am I fascinated by surrealism right now all of a sudden? In fact, today, if the day follows the direction I plan on it following, meaning it's my day, I'm going to go look at uh, some Dolly paintings today, or I'm just going to go to a classic museum to see great art. Like, uh, there's a Stargent collection at the Palace of the Legion of Honor. And um, I may just want to steep myself in that era of classic and great art and avoid the, the other stuff, right? Anyway, so the long and short of it is I'm saying, but why is surrealism suddenly appearing in my brain in the, in the 2020s? Why? Well, think of Salvador Dali, what he painted, how crazy he was. There's a Dali museum in Florida, which I've never gone to. And uh, his mind couldn't take the post-war, post-World War I world that he was living in, the surrealists. So many millions of men were sacrificed for nothing. Millions of young men killed for nothing. World War I was for nothing. Do you understand that? Millions of men were killed for nothing. We're on the verge of seeing millions of men killed for nothing again with the Ukraine-Russia war. If you think this cannot escalate into a world war, you're out of your stupid mind. You're a born Democrat voter. So my mind is now running to surrealism because I really don't like the world that I'm living in, the era that I'm living in. I can't take that we have an overtly senile, degenerate, man in the White House, who is sick through his soul, right through his core. He's sick down to the, to the marrow of his bones. And he's not removed from office. No country on earth, no sane party on earth would let this go on. But it goes on and on and on, and he says he's going to run again? How is this possible? So my mind races again back to surrealism. The only thing we can, to cope with this is surrealism. So I'm going to show you something that I just painted the other day. Bear with me. Since the 1980s, I've been painting childish watercolors. So the, I haven't painted in a long time anything. I'm just, my brushes sit there staring at me, and I look at them, and I say, well, it's time to throw them in the garbage and take all the paints and throw them away. And then all of a sudden... I have an urge, and here we go again with the same exact character. Oh, it's childish, I know. I know it's not as good as what you could do. I get it. But I've been painting this guy. See the hat? The friar's hat? In various forms since the 1980s, and I don't even know why. I don't know who he is. But this one came up with, you see the red crab claw coming out of his throat? I don't know why. How do I know why? I have no idea why. So I said, wait a minute now. So the inner core now is starting to project again. I have dozens of these paintings, and there's a gallery that wants to show them, and a gallery that wants to do a book, and a gallery that wants to make prints, and I don't want to do any of it. So I paint this character over and over again in different forms. That, that friar's hat, I start with the line, then the hat, then the nose, then the jaw, then the hat, then, then it's something in his expression.
tells me something. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. I have very different methods of dealing with the world that I'm living in. How do you cope? How do you cope with a psychotic in the White House, uh, a senile psychotic ruled by some of the most evil people on the planet? $200 billion sent to Ukraine to trigger World War III? So I interviewed a lieutenant colonel who's a great man, another West Point grad, not Colonel um, McGregor. I have a new one coming up next week. I just interviewed him yesterday, Colonel Robert McGinnis. Incredible men out there. Pentagon leaks reveal Biden's Ukraine war lies and what may happen. I'm calling it the new Pentagon Papers. Instead of focusing on the leak, what's in the leaks, we're focusing on the National Guardsmen who leaked it. This is typical propaganda. Typical propaganda. Instead of saying, wait a minute now, remember the Pentagon Papers with those two stupid idiots, Woodward and Bernstein, who made a career out of the same Pentagon Papers for a thousand years now? Two old hacks. Well, these are the real new Pentagon Papers. And instead of talking about what's in the leaks that they've been hiding from us, that Ukraine's getting slaughtered, they're focusing on the National Guardsmen who leaked them. And he didn't work alone, according to everything I've read. It's patriots within the Defense Department who wanted the world to know how badly things are going. So I had U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel Bob McGinnis, who graduated from West Point, and did so many great things, an airborne ranger, ranger infantry officer, service in four infantry divisions. I'm so proud of the warriors who still live in this country that I try to have them on the, on the podcast to tell us the truth about what the hell is going on while we have a hologram in the White House pretending to be president. And the giveaway is when he walks away from the camera and he hobbles. You see the shuttle? That's a giveaway that he has... Parkinsonian uh, dementia. It's very pathetic that we would let this go on, but waiting in the wings is someone worse than him. Kamala Harris is waiting in the wings to be president, a product of the sickest city in the United States of America, the most corrupt city, a city that produced Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein, a city run by people who let their own city turn to filth and degeneracy and fall apart and let businesses flee and blaming it on working at home. No, that's not why businesses are fleeing. That's only part of it. The reason that San Francisco is dying because of the homeless filth, the degenerate filth that are not rounded up and put into internment camps and given the treatment that they need for their own safety and sake and to take our cities back. That's what needs to be done. We need to round them up put them into internment camps against their will with the ACLU lawyers who'll stand there and say you can't put them in the in camps with them put all the Marvins from New York Lewis school into the internment camps with the homeless people so they can get the legal care that they need in the internment camps and then give the homeless degenerate drug addicts who are destroying our cities one by one the mercy that they need the care that they need the drugs that they need in the internment camps Call them medical camps. Call them what you want. Round them up and put them in internment camps before we lose the country city by city by city. That's what needs to be done. I'm sick of hearing the word homeless. Where is it written that we're entitled to a home? 
You know how I bought my first home? I worked my whole life and saved up $9,000. Every cent I saved my whole life, I put as a down payment on a $45,000 house in 1974. Every penny I saved went to the down payment. You had to put up 20% or you couldn't get a mortgage because they knew if you couldn't put up 20%, you couldn't pay for it. But today, hey, just give every minority a house. Give them a mortgage or else you're a racist. Otherwise, you're greenlining them or something. And then when they lose the house, blame it on racism again. They got the racket, man. They got it knocked up. Thanks to the vermin in the ACLU. Who are the, the head of the snake is the ACLU. All of them in the ACLU belong in prison. Never will happen. America's shot, people are saying. So I see the city that I once loved. I moved here in 74. I loved it. I don't even go over the bridge anymore. I should, I should have stopped going when I saw a... Uh, a homeless rat pull his pants down outside of a restaurant I was eating and take a crap in the street in front of me. No city on earth would tolerate this. No, Mexico would never happen. The men wouldn't let that happen. It wouldn't happen in any third world city on earth. The people would, would do things to that person. But now we put that person who's crapping in the street outside of a restaurant window on a pedestal and call him a victim. We're a victim. We're a victim of liberalism, the mental disorder. You know, when uh, 1994 I began a radio, but in the 90s I did some shows as a local host. Some of you may remember KSFO. And I said that ultra tolerance is killing us. I said ultra tolerance will kill this country. I didn't say tolerance. I said ultra tolerance is killing this country. Was I wrong? Of course I was right. And then I held up a strawberry to myself and I talked about it on the radio. I said, if you look at a strawberry through a magnifying glass, you'll see that even a strawberry has barbs on it. And the reason nature evolved barbs on a strawberry was to protect the soft, fleshy fruit of the strawberry from being eaten by insects, barbs on the berries. So I not so jokingly said that in America, we're taking the barbs off our berries and we'll be eaten alive. And of course, along came the defund the police movement. And those were the barbs on our berries. And of course, it was done by design by the ACLU, the National Lawyers Guild, Soros money, the most evil man in the world. I still don't understand how this goes on. No nation on earth can survive this man. I'm just raising the camera. I gave you my palm print at the same time. You put DAs that are soft, not soft on crime, but they're hard on civilians. Alvin Bragg, the man belongs in prison. You take a degenerate DA that we threw out of San Francisco through a recall, and he went to LA and ruined LA. You hear this? People are fleeing Los Angeles. They're selling mansions to get out of there because of the Soros-funded DA who was thrown out of San Francisco and then went and inveigled his way into Los Angeles. How does a country let this happen? I think I said this the other day on a podcast. I said, the way you take over a city, if you're Dianne Feinstein, when she was functional, or Nancy Pelosi, the Goomba, is you get control of the press. When there's no press, then you could do anything you want. So Pelosi then ran the city into the ground, destroyed it. Here's a woman 
who had a mansion, has a mansion on Pacific Heights, Feinstein mansion on Pacific Heights, and they let a city go to the to the homeless filth, the bums. The bums, they throw it to the bums. They let crime out of control. Walgreens, every store is leaving because the uh, homeless, sacred homeless are going in with carts and robbing the blind. And then beating up anyone who tries to, any of the kids who try to stop them in a Starbucks is leaving, all leaving. And we let it go on. We actually listen to these schmucks, these schmucks who lie to us every day. These liars in the media, I see these guys on the local news, which I watch for the weather sometimes. I want to strangle them through the screen. I want to reach through the screen and say, you lying piece of garbage, you. How do you go home in the, at night after putting out this crap about racism and racism and racism? I'm sick of it. So where does it lead? It leads to where we are now. And it gets worse and worse and worse. And how does it stop? I'll tell you exactly how it stops. I was researching vigilantism in um, San Francisco, which occurred around the time of the U.S. Civil War. Crime was so rampant in San Francisco after the gold rush. And the police was so ineffectual that citizens committees called vigilantism, vigilante committees were formed. So am I calling for vigilante? Well, I'm giving you some history. You're not allowed to give you a history now. I'll be banned for this by Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook or whatever. This is on YouTube. Whoever, which one of the three sisters owns this? I don't know. Which three sisters owns this form of communication? So the vigilantism committee was created and they got crime under control. T tough men with guns stopped the crime. And then, believe it or not, they disbanded the bit. Once the crime was under control, the vigilantism committee was disbanded and they became a political party in San Francisco, which became the Republican Party. You may not know any of this. Look it up. That's what's going to happen here again. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered and raw. Remember the movies in the 70s? Dirty Harry with Clint Eastwood. He, he was great, but there were better ones. Uh, who was the other guy, the part Indian one? Give me the vig vigilante movies that we love. The one whose wife is knocked off and he goes and hunts them down. A tougher face than Clint Eastwood. Does anyone remember who I'm talking about, those great movies? The Vengeance movies? Bronson. He was my favorite, Charles Bronson. There was more grittiness to him than the Clint Eastwood movies. I loved Charles Bronson. I like Bernie Getz. They should do a Bernie Getz movie. Death Wish, incredible movies. We have lying politicians who work for the crime gang, crime syndicates. Absolutely. You think they're liberals? Are you joking? Are you joking? They work for the cartels or they work for the crime syndicates. Where the, You see, like the guy goes in with the cart and robs Walgreens. What do you think? He uses all that uh, cream on his face? They sell it in the homeless camps. Are you joking? It goes upstream to the fences and the money flows up to the politicians. Are you stupid? You can't see what's going on in front of your eyes. Crime syndicates with the carts into the Walgreens, into the 7-Elevens and the poor immigrants have to put up with these, these bums. Here's the irony of it. The immigrants who come over here and build businesses like the 7-Elevens 
like the gas station stores. They're all immigrants, Pakistan, India, you name it. And they're being destroyed by the African-American mobs. In plain English, I don't know how else to put it. I have no other way to put it. I can't even figure out how to lie to you about it. Why? How is it happening? How is it happening that African-American mobs are allowed to do this in, in California while our governor is going to run for the presidency based on his great record here in California? Crazy. How is this possible? So eventually the citizens will take control of their own towns and cities. That's going to happen as sure as I'm here. It doesn't matter whether I say it or not. It's going to happen. The police have been deballed or, or Bob's and their berries were removed by the George Soros DAs. Well, I got nothing else to say to you. What would you like me to talk about? I've given you 32 minutes. I, you know, I think, well, what am I going to do this for? Why am I doing this today? There's no money in this. Well, of course, I don't do my podcast for money either, even though they're successful financially and they pay the bills because it's a way of measuring whether people are interested in you it's not the only measurement but it's a measurement it's 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 a way of seeing whether there's a measurement so the michael savage podcast is in the top 10 of those that my advertising agency represents and they represent over 3,000 podcasts and so i need you to uh watch the listen to the podcasts and of course these youtube things this will be put on rumble and uh i guess we'll go twitter live on it so here I am in the last chapter of my life, as much as I'd like to not even say those words, I have to admit this is the last chapter of the book called Michael. What can I do about that? We're only assigned a certain number of decades according to history. We're only given a certain amount of time according to biology. I never thought I'd make it past 40 with the heart, the heart conditions in my family going back. I never thought I'd live this long. So I've studied nutrition, earned two master's degrees, real master's degrees that I respect. I love real degrees. I respect real PhDs. And I got a real PhD in human nutrition and epidemiology. And I spent so many years studying natural medicine and then something happened to me a couple of years ago which of course i expected to happen when i was younger but it wasn't the killer and i modified my lifestyle up to a point not totally i mean i'm still pretty wild i gotta tell you i'm a pretty wild personality there's a part of me that's extremely wild and it, the wild part of me is my life force. Do you understand what I'm saying? You cannot suppress or kill the wild part of yourself without killing yourself. So you have to modify what you're doing. And mainly the food, I don't eat meat anymore. I mean, once a month I'll eat, I don't even like it anymore. I don't like thinking of the animal. And I eat some chicken, some fish, too much of that for cock the shrimp. I'm sick of the shrimpies. Love carbs. I love carbs. I love the morons who are on gluten-free diets. Gluten-free diets. And you want me to talk about this? Ask a person why they're on a gluten-free diet. They can't even tell you what gluten is. They just know it's bad for you. 
So I said this to someone the other day. I said, I don't know. The Italians have done pretty good on pasta for the last couple of thousand years. I haven't seen the Italians die from a gluten overdose. Have you? I know there are some people who are true celiacs. Please don't lecture me about what I know. It's my PhD. Just shut up already. But there's a hysteria now. You see a woman goes, I saw it the other day. Where was she? In a restaurant. Oh, do you have a gluten-free pasta? She, she was like the rabbis who go into a restaurant and they ask for kosher food when there is no kosher food in an unkosher restaurant. Everybody wants to be up the other person, gluten-free. They don't even know what gluten is. I love bread. I don't feel good unless I eat a, a, I don't like sourdough at all. I hate it. I'm not a prospector. <laughs> I just don't like sourdough. I like a sweet baguette. The French had it down. And I, I just don't feel good unless I eat bread. And I eat a little bread, my whole body calms down. If I had to give up pasta and bread, I'd be dead a long time ago. Gluten glues you together, otherwise you become unhinged. Write that one down. Unless you're a true celiac, of whom there are some, gluten glues you together or else you become unhinged. And the more they're on gluten-free and this-free and that-free, the more drugs they're on and the more psychotic liberal they are. They don't even know what gluten is. They have no idea, but they know it's bad for them. Unbelievable. Coffee's bad. Gluten's bad. This is bad. That's bad. I have never seen an Italian die from a gluten overdose. Have you? No. So, you know, you see these people with their fetishes, and the more uh, restrictive the diet they're on, the more psychotic they are in the liberalism, the more drugs they're on. Just remember, gluten glues you together. Otherwise, you become unhinged. I have a lot more to say, but in this, I think I've exceeded your attention span. I've done 38 minutes. I interviewed Colonel Robert McGinnis. Pentagon leaks reveal Biden's Ukraine war lies and what may happen. Another great American, truly great American, lying about our role in the Ukraine war. And instead, we're focusing on the leaker, not the leaks. What's in the leak? Well, you'll find out on my podcast next week. Today, my podcast is about gays against groomers. She's just the greatest. Jamie Michelle, gay woman who's against groomers. Get it? Most people don't understand it. They're attacking her online already on my, on my website saying all gays are groomers. No, that's not true. No, that's not true. Most gays are not groomers. A small, tiny minority of very bad people who are using their sexuality as a weapon are the groomers. They're the ones who attack parents at school board meetings. They're the ones who go on school boards to make sure that the parents can't have their say about how to raise their children. Yes, you could groom your pets instead. I get it. That's what I mean by groomers. Gay, see, gays against groomers. No, it's not about gays who don't groom their pets. Not at all. Okay, friends, I've had my fun. And I guess at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, I did this for my own satisfaction. I'm the dolly of YouTube. If you look back upon what I've given you in these 39 minutes now, it's surreal in a certain way. There's no beginning, middle, and end. It's a pastiche of ideas, a pastiche of thoughts, a pastiche of feelings from food 
to paintings, to museums, to surrealism, to war, to peace, to filthy lying politicians or the scourge of the earth. Who believes a politician today other than a fool? The Bible warns us, do not have faith in any politician for they're all liars. Bible said that. I can find the exact passage for you somewhere. I'm actually looking for a previous painting of that. I don't have it. What did I find in the back of this little sketchbook? Uh, this will be the last panel and it's not mine. Just something nice to focus on. I don't like the tropics per se. I have a house in Florida. I was there for two weeks. I love being with Donald Trump and all the group. I met some of the greatest people. John Voigt was there. Great people. And um, there's only so much sun and surf that anyone can take. But it's the free state of Florida compared to the prison state of California, that's for sure. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learn something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.